What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in today's video, we're gonna continue running through my week three start sits. So this specific video, we're gonna be talking about the quarterback position, running through all 16 week three matchups, listing every single starting quarterback as either a start or a sit. So do I trust them in my lineup, you know, starting in that quarterback slot, or would I rather have them on the bench or, you know, on waivers if they're not even rosterable? If you guys have any fantasy questions, start sits, trade advice, uh, what else is there? We've got waiver wire, whatever it is, drop those down below and I'll be getting back to every single person. And then also, if you want to check out some of the other start sits, we've got running backs, wide receivers up, also trade targets, uh, trade pieces, buy low, sell high, all that up on the channel. So go check that out after this one. But let's jump into the Thursday night matchup where we have the Steelers taking on the Browns. And this game just looks like it's going to be ugly. You've got the tough Steelers defense and the brutal Steelers offense going up against the Browns. I guess solid defense and pretty brutal offense. So Mitch Trubisky, Jacoby Brissett, these guys shouldn't come close to sniffing your lineup. I think it's going to be a gross game. So both of those players are going to be sits. Then moving over to the Sunday slate of games, we've got the Saints taking on the Panthers. For the Saints, I think Jameis Winston is someone who will be startable throughout the season. I just can't throw him in here as a start after his really brutal game against the Buccaneers. But if you're really desperate or in a deeper league, I don't think he's the worst play. He is going to be a sit for this week. And then on the other side, Baker Mayfield, most definitely a sit. Not really starting off hot here at the quarterback position. And the next matchup is the Texans and the Bears. So not much changing here for the Texans. Davis Mills, definitely going to be a sit. And then for the Bears, Justin Fields is someone who I thought could have some starting upside at some point in the season. I guess the potential is still there, but just the complete lack of pass attempts is just killing his fantasy value. It's wild to see him out there in a game where they're losing and he is still only throwing 11 attempts in the game. So until that changes, you know, even if he has some rushing work as a quarterback, it's going to be wildly difficult to overcome throwing for like sub 15 attempts if you're the starting quarterback. Then the next matchup, we have the Chiefs taking on the Colts. Pretty, you know, two no-brainer ones here. You're obviously starting Patrick Mahomes as a high-end QB1. And then for the Colts, you're sitting Matt Ryan. I mean, I understand Michael Pittman was out. Same thing with Alec Pierce. But this was just a brutal performance from the Colts offense. And at this point in the season, I just don't think Matt Ryan is someone who's even close to startable in most leagues. Then we have a divisional game between the Bills and the Dolphins. Josh Allen no-brainer, firing him up as probably the number one quarterback. Actually, definitely the number one quarterback. He'd be my guy, number one rest of season. And then Tua, coming off of a fantastic performance, a monster game. I think he has worked himself up to be a start. This is a pretty tough matchup against the uh, Bills defense, but you're looking at what Mike McDaniels has done to this offense. You know, you've got these stud weapons, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, Tua's getting the ball into their hands. And not only on yards after the catch plays, you know, Tua's making plays downfield. So good to see from this offense. And I do think Tua is like a probably fringe top 12 quarterback moving forward. In another divisional game, we have the Lions taking on the Vikings. For the Lions, Jared Goff has actually had two kind of back-to-back -back solid performances. He's still not someone I'm going to be throwing into my lineup. Maybe if he, you know, puts up impressive numbers against the Vikings, then we're talking about it. But at this point, he is going to be a sit. Then I do have Kirk Cousins here listed as a start. Kirk had a solid start to the season. Week one was 23 of 32, threw for 277 yards and two touchdowns. That was the monster Justin Jefferson game. Scored 19 points in that outing. 
that's like your typical Kirk Cousins, you know, top fringe top 12 quarterback finish. Week two, I'm pretty sure everyone saw it. He looked pretty brutal. 27 of 46, only 221 yards, one passing touchdown, and then three interceptions, only 8.8 fantasy points. So I understand if you are kind of skeptical to throw him back in as a start, but this is a pretty solid matchup against the Lions. The Lions have given up 35 points in week one, and then actually it might've been 36 points in week one, and then uh, 27 points in week two. So this is a defense that's going to give up production. I still think Kirk Cousins at the end of the season is going to be somewhere around quarterback 12. So he is someone I'd go back to the well with. Then we have the Ravens taking on the Patriots. Obviously, you're starting Lamar as a high-end QB1. And then on the other side, pretty clearly sitting Mac Jones here. This Patriots offense just has no juice at the moment. Then we have the Bengals taking on the Jets. And Joe Burrow has definitely gotten off to a rough start to the season. It's not ideal. I still think, you know, they're going to right this ship. The offensive line has really been struggling, which is weird because they made a bunch of solid improvements in the offseason. I think this will all come together. He still has stud weapons. Talent for talent, the offensive line is pretty solid. So I do think Joe Burrow can right the ship, and this may be the week he does it against the Jets. On the other side, Flacco has been semi-impressive through two weeks. I still just can't rationalize throwing him into my lineup. Like, I feel like Romo's due for like a... 200-yard, one-pick day, and so Joe Flacco is going to be a sit. That leads us into the Raiders-Titans matchup. I'm still starting Derek Carr as like a fringe top 12 guy. This Raiders offense really just has not clicked yet. I think at some point it is going to come together, and they're going to be a really strong unit. They've had some growing pains, you know, through the first two weeks, but he is still someone that I trust in my lineup. On the other side, Ryan Tannehill, most definitely unstartable just got lit up by the Bills defense on Monday night. That leads us into the Eagles-Commanders game. Jalen Hurts has looked fantastic through two weeks, looking like he truly does have QB1 overall potential. I think he's locked in as a high-end QB1 play, so he's definitely in your lineups. And then we've got Carson Wentz. I have Carson Wentz listed as a start. He's put up back-to-back 27-point fantasy weeks. Very, very impressive. He's currently sitting at number two in the NFL in passing yards. He's also tied for first in passing touchdowns. So he's gotten off to a really hot start. I would say this is a pretty tough matchup against the Eagles. But looking at this commander's offense, I guess, you know, maybe the probably the worst case scenario is this is a semi-close game, like a grind out game. But I feel like at this point, like if the Eagles go up early, Carson Wentz has the weapons around him to give you garbage production. Um, you know, you've got Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, these dudes are producing. So I think he has the weapons around him where he doesn't have to put on a master performance. He can still have a decent floor because those weapons are going to give him production. So both Hertz and Wentz are going to be starts in that one. Then we have the Jaguars taking on the Chargers. For the Jaguars, I think Trevor Lawrence has actually been pretty solid to start off the season. He's still someone I'm not excited to throw into my lineup though. So he is going to be a sit. On the other side, Justin Herbert, obviously a no-brainer start in elite high-end QB1 play for fantasy. Then we have the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Arizona Cardinals. And I have both of these QBs listed as starts. For Matthew Stafford, Rams offense, maybe a little hit or miss start of the season. Definitely struggled week one, kind of had a decent bounce back in week two. I still think he's someone who's going to be like a back-end QB1 play all of the season. And then we have the Cardinals with Kyler Murray. Definitely a big-time come-from-behind win on Sunday. I still really like Kyler as a high-end QB1 play. 
I guess maybe mid to high end QB1. Seems to be kind of slacking behind the uh, Herbert Hertz area. Then we've got the Falcons taking on the Seahawks. I think Marcus Mariota could honestly be a fringe start in this spot. Not exactly a super tough matchup here against the Seahawks. I am going to have him as a sit, but I think he's going to be a consistent, you know, decent streaming option week in and week out. On the other side, Geno Smith, just not going to be getting it done for fantasy. He had a decent week one, but that production still didn't necessarily translate to a startable fantasy performance. Then in a pretty big time game here, we have the Packers taking on the Buccaneers. I do have A-Rod and Tom Brady both listed as starts. This is a game where if you're looking at it, I feel like everyone's expecting, you know, like this gunslinger game, high scoring. This could be kind of a grind if we're really looking at it here. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a super confident play this week. If we're looking at, you know, his first two weeks of production, week one was that rule game against the uh, Vikings, 22 of 34 for only 195 yards in interception, only 3.7 fantasy points. Week two, he played well in real life standards, you know, 19 of 25, 234 yards, two touchdowns, very efficient. But in terms of fantasy, that's only translating to 16.4 points. He's also has a pretty tough matchup against the Bucks. Through two weeks, the Bucks defense has only allowed 426 passing yards, only one passing touchdown, and then they have four interceptions. So Aaron Rodgers is going to be a start just because he's you know one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but he's definitely not someone who I think has a super high ceiling this week and isn't someone I'm, you know, super pumped to throw into my lineup. And honestly, same thing here with Tom Brady. Bucks offense has definitely gotten off to a slow start. And the red flags here with Brady is that we just don't know what's going on with this wide receiver room. So we got Mike Evans, who is currently suspended for this game. I believe he's appealing it, and I think that will be heard today. I'm recording this on Tuesday, but I think it will be heard on Wednesday. So we'll see if he's in. Chris Godwin injured. We don't know if he's going. Julio injured. We don't know if he's going. They did sign Cole Beasley, but I mean, you know, Cole Beasley coming in off the street on a few days' notice isn't exactly going to move the needle here for Brady. He's going to be a start, but just like Rodgers, if all these weapons are going to be out, it's definitely not someone you love plugging into your lineup. That leads us into the Sunday night game between the 49ers and the Broncos. For the 49ers, I think Jimmy G is going to have some streaming value in certain games. I do think he's a sit, though, in this matchup. And then we've got Russell Wilson as a start. Another kind of big name guy who I'm not overly confident throwing into my lineup. This Broncos offense really has not gotten off to a fantastic start. They've struggled through two weeks. Week one, he had a decent fantasy performance, 17.8 points. Week two, they really struggled against the Texans, which is not some, you know, daunting unit. Only put up 11 fantasy points in that one. So I do think this offense is going to click at some point. It definitely hasn't clicked yet. So he's not someone where I'm like, oh yeah, I got Russ in my lineup. But I do think you know he will improve throughout the season, and at some point he'll be you know a pretty locked in mid to back end QB one. And then the final game of the week, we've got Monday Night Football between the Cowboys and the Giants, and really not much going on here for fantasy. Obviously going to be sitting Cooper Rush, and then same thing for Daniel Jones. So those are you know all 16 week three matchups, start sits for the quarterbacks. If you guys did enjoy the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. If you have any questions, you guys can drop those down below. I'll also be posting the tight end start sits today. So go check those out if you guys are interested. As always, thank you for stopping by and I'll see you guys in the next one.